Hey everyone, welcome back to the Flow Track Podcast. Lincoln Trike here with Gordon Mack, February 26th, Wednesday. Gordon, I leave in, well, basically right after this is done, I head to Atlanta for the Olympic trials. But since Kevin and I are going to be on the ground in, in Atlanta the next couple days, we figure we can dedicate this podcast to some news outside of that. The big thing in the track world, uh, outside of what's going to happen at the Olympic trials, is this BU Last Chance Meet live on Flow Track on Thursday and Friday. Basically, all of Bowerman Track Club going to be there. Paul Chalimo going to be there. Edward Chesarek, Constance Klosterhoff, and the names go on and on and on. Uh, this looks like a fantastic meet. Why else would you be there? than to try to hit standards or to even break American records. So uh, why don't we kick it off and let's look at this meet. Yeah, looking at this meet, it's basically the best, like, pre, like a precursor to a trials. Like, mm -hmm. it's the best, like, appetizer. Maybe even could be almost equal to the main course that is the Olympic trials. Obviously not the same, but I think there will be a lot of excitement coming out of this meet. But I thought it would be cool for this pod to go through every uh, main event and talk about the entries because now all the entries are officially released yep. uh, for Friday and Thursday. Meets tomorrow. And yeah, meets tom starts tomorrow. So I thought we'd talk about a little bit about break down each race and what your thoughts on what we're going to see out of that race. Absolutely. And we'll just go in order of what the entries are showing. Yeah, yeah. I'm good with so that. we'll start with a, a really good one, which will be the Shelby Houlihan time trial. Yeah. Uh, we got Shelby Houlihan, Carissa Schweizer, Colin Quigley, and Kate Grace running the 3K on Thursday. Um, I believe Kate Grace yeah, is, would be pacing. is pacing. Yeah. So she's pacing three women. What, what do you think we're going to get out of this race? Well, the, the American record's 833.25. Obviously, this isn't a standard chase because this isn't an event that is run at the Olympic Games. So this has got to be set up for, I mean, all three women that are going to finish to run very fast. But obviously, we know Houlihan is, is the cream of the crop here. 833.25, right in her wheelhouse. I mean, over two years ago, she ran 836 low. So she's... Since then, as I wrote in my preview, she's run 354 in the 1500 and 1434 in the 5K. Uh, she's only gotten better. She's won 10 national titles since then. I think this absolutely goes down, and I think she gets into the 820s. So, so right now, the number 10 time in the world all time is 83053. Yeah. By Vivian Chariot in 2009. Uh, so only. Nine women have ever broken 830. Mm -hmm. uh, do you think she could become the 10th? Yes, absolutely. Laura Muir yeah. has run 826. Yeah. I mean, and Shelby is at or above Laura Muir's ability, as we as we know in the 1500, um, because she beat her at the World Championships this past fall. Yeah, I think Houlihan is, keeps elevating every single year, and obviously we knew showed she was in shape. Her finishing speed, sub 30 in both the 1500 and the 3K at USA's. I just don't see any way that she doesn't break this. That's the intention, and, and I, she gets it done. Is there anything you're excited to see between Schweizer and Quigley? Yeah, I mean, they were close in both the 15 and the 3K and, and at USA's. And let's not forget, like, Schweizer ran 841 in college. So this is, a like, a sweet spot distance for her, being someone who's good at the mile, but, like, as a 5K specialist outdoors. And obviously this, the same could be said about Quigley, who's a steepler. But Schweizer just seems to be on a little bit different level. Right now, I know she was beat in the in the mile, or excuse me, in the fifteen hundred at, at USA's by by Quigley. But I mean, she's like I said, eight, run eight forty one like a couple years ago. She could even. I mean, listen, if Shelby goes way under, there's a chance that Swizer could get under that eight thirty three too. So two. I, I think it's. I really think it's possible. I think. I, I, I think we underestimate Swizer because of the fact that Hulahan is so good. But but Swizer ran fourteen forty five last year. I, mean, I also underestimate her because of her form. Mm -hmm. She looks like she's always like falling over. Yeah. When she runs, and so you, you know she has kind of like that. You know she's basically the exact opposite of a Shelby or Central. Sure. Where they always look like they're not tired. They're like super smooth. Yeah. She has like that tired face. That, it, that works tired run. it works yeah, for. It works for. It works. I mean Nico Young is like that now in high yeah. school. He always looks like he's yeah. tired. I mean Emily Infeld's a bronze medalist and she's like a classic heel striker. I mean yeah. she like pounds the ground with her back of her heels. So, uh, I she's not going to beat Shelby, but but Swizer if she got under the old American record too would not surprise me. Nice. Moving on to the next another race. Another yeah. women's race, women's 5K. Uh, go through some of the names here. Klosterhoff and Coco. Um, Emily Enfeld, Mario Hall, mm -hmm. Vanessa Frazier, Amy Eloise Neal of Reebok Boston Track Club, Courtney Ferks, Katrina Coogan, uh, Gwen Jorgensen, mm -hmm. uh, dipping down in distance, yeah. uh, Jessica Tan, Maggie Montoya, Aslin Cuff, Heidi C., Ali Ostrander. Be interesting what she does, because she, she ran well at Milrose. 
in that she won what? Did she won the three K? Yeah, she won the three K. Yeah, so we see what she does. Alio, Tori Gerlach. Um, I'll just keep it. Hutchinson, uh, anyone else? And, and those are going to be se- some of those are going to be separated. Yeah. In different and then of- Aubrey Roberts is one collegiate that's kind of keep an eye on. She ran like a sub fifteen thirty a few years ago, but it's been mm-hmm. dealing with some injuries. But yeah, obviously up top you have the Bowerman women, uh, Coco, and then maybe splinkering. See what Alio can do up there with the top women. Yeah, I'm going to be interested to see what this pace is at. Uh, Klosterhofen already has the standard, so. I mean, obviously, you can run races that not every race has to have this, like, giant purpose of either hitting a standard or, like, you know, being a marquee race. But I would think the purpose of her being in this race is to go for the indoor 1447 European record. Uh, She's run 1426 outdoors, and we all know that this track is famously, some people say it's as fast as an outdoor track, even on a long-distance race. I, I really think that she's going to go for that, and I wonder if anyone can keep up, if that's truly the tempo that's prescribed, because yeah. Yeah, that, that's special. That 1447 is the uh, seventh best time all time mm-hmm. in the world. Um, the American record is eight all time. So the European record is 1447. Yeah. The American record is 1447. Um, Laura Muir's run 1449. Uh, so do any do you think it's going to be just uh, by the time we get to, like, the 3K, 3.5K mark, that she's going to be the only one in the camera. I'm curious. Track. I'm curious to see what that is because Infeld's run 15 flat indoors, but that was four years ago, and she's had a ton of injuries since then. Hall is classically underrated and ran a really good 10K at Worlds last year. But we started talking about the 1440s. It's I mean, if, if Swizer was in this, I'd be licking my chops because I'd say this could be a really, really good race. I just don't see anyone at that level with Klosterhoff, and I think they could keep up for 3K, but but I think she's going to be running a lot of these laps alone. I just, what's the point of her getting in here and running a 15-0 race? I mean, you know, she's, she's got the standard. She doesn't need to run sub-15-10. Sub-15-10 is the goal for basically everyone else. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think there'll be numerous women hitting the standard, but but Klosterhoff and I, I foresee chasing the record kind of alone. So what? who do you think would be the two that, we, that are battling for that second uh, place finish in this race, assuming Coco go, runs away with it? Um, I'll go. I think it's going to be Alio and and Enfeld. Mm-hmm. It's just my thoughts. They, I think Ali's kind of having like a breakout indoor season right sure, now. Sure, sure. Yeah, she was good. I mean, she won Milrose, but let's not overrate her a little bit. She was only seventh at USA's in the three K. I mean, it was a very stacked field, right? But you know, Fraser beat her, and you know everyone from Bowerman did. So I, I think it's going to be Enfeld Hall and and. Frazier and maybe Ali Ostrander because um, she's good at the five, of course. Um, but I, I, I tend to like Enfeld, even though she this was like two weeks ago was like her first track race in a couple of years. It seems uh, like it's always like that. She's, she takes like two, three years off she and comes back. And... Yeah, I mean, she's good, though. Obviously, that medal um, proves it, and that's been five years ago now. Um, when, when, when she's healthy, she's, she's pretty money, so I wouldn't be surprised to see her you know, maybe running the same time like Jenny ran, 14.58 or so. Uh, but the track is special, and and Klosterhofen, obviously, with that 14.26. Uh, you think Jorgensen gets the standard? No. Me neither. No. Although, I think her indoor PR currently is faster than Klosterhofen's, that 15.15 from, like, three years ago or whatever that was. It was on uh, flat track. That was on flat track, yeah. But, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, moving on. Uh Men's race on Thursday, we got 1,500. There's two 1,500s. There's one on Friday and one on Thursday. Okay. The Thursday edition, got Josh Thompson, once again, trying to dip under 1,335. Uh, excuse me, 335. He's on 335.01. Yeah. Trying to get that standard. Um, we got Brandon Kidder, Sam Prackle, Sam Tanner of Washington. Interesting. Abraham Alvarado of Atlantic Track Club, David Rebich, who ran well at U- uh, USA's. Yeah. James West of Oregon. Um, Drew Wendell Brooks, I'm guessing he's pacing. Uh, pacing. Um, and then a J- Japanese athlete. Uh, but first of all, seeing two collegiates in a 1500 on a yeah. last chance coming across the country, not running at their conference meet, what are your thoughts on? Well, obviously, they're, they're both not American, so um, we don't know exactly what they're. I mean, they're trying to get to the Olympic Games, yeah. so that's their motivation. Obviously, this has nothing to do with NCAAs because you can't get a 15 mark, 1500 mark to make it to. Can you? Because you can outdoor, you can get a mile mark to get right. fifteen hundred. But since the distance is shorter, I just I don't think so. I've never thought about rules. that because the fifteen hundred outside of Boston and trying to get standards is so rarely run indoors. Yeah. Obviously, the professional side, world indoors. Uh, 
Yeah, West is, is West Australian or West is uh, British. British, and then Tanner is he's New Zealand. Kiwi. Yeah, yeah. Um, those guys, are, are, yeah, are trying to make it to the Olympic Games. So that's did probably they, what their motivation. Did they run sub three thirty five? No, no, I don't think okay. so. Um, I don't think. I mean, I'm I'm gonna be in th- very interested to watch three thirty five indoors is super tough. Yeah. Like, I will be pretty surprised, even as good as Thompson is going right now, that if he runs that. You know, he went for it earlier this month at Boston, and the pacing was pretty bad, I thought. They came through 800 too slow at, like, 158 mid. They're going to have to go quicker through that. Uh, Drew Wendell, you know, I don't feel like he has a ton of experience pacing, so, um, and he hasn't, you know, been healthy recently, so this is kind of a curious pace job for me, but uh, it's going to be a good race regardless. Thompson ran, obviously ran well. Kidder ran pretty well. Prakles run 350 on this track, and Alvarado's really ascending as well. So Alvarado, I feel like though, is still kind of a oh, he's a tier below an eight hundred yeah. guy too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so, yeah. do you think Thompson will get it, or do you think it's going to be another three thirty-five mm. and high? I mean, I want to say it for all the viewers that are going to be watching it. I think he's <laughs> going to get it. But if I had to put money on it, I would say no. no. That that's just tough. It's th- three, running three thirty-five indoors is very very difficult. Without you saw all those guys run super fast last year. Obviously, when Kajelka ran three forty-seven, without somebody just destroying it up front and you're running for your life to keep up it, it, it's just it requires too much with the pacing so I say no yeah the facility record is held by Kajelcha ran 331 in route yeah. to hit 50 miles yeah, so 331.25 men's 3k on Thursday it's another Bowerman track club special this is you a good got one Ryan Hill Evan Jager Matt Sentowitz Grant Fisher got to see his indoor debut he didn't run indoors yet right Mm-mm. Yeah, you're uh, right. Lopez Lamont Coming there, uh, Travis Mahoney, Sean McGordy, another Japanese athlete, uh, Endo, Robert Denault, and Jackson Messler of Oregon. So Oregon trying to get a guy who gets a NCAA qualifier there. Yeah, just hang on Me- to dear life. Messler has the 5K already in the book, so. What do you run in the 5? He ran like 13, 30-something. Okay. Yeah. So uh, all the Bowerman guys, uh, we know Centro's the one is pacing it. Oh, Centro's pacing. I think so. Oh. Yeah. That would have been good to know for my preview. But anyways. Oh, you wrote he wasn't? I just thought he was. I think he's pacing. Okay. That's probably a good point. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, what are your thoughts? Uh, I mean, obviously the thing to think about is Lopez Lamont. Yes. We're like, hey, why are you racing Cholima? I mean, come on. He, he's already got the standard, obviously. With, with running so does Cholima. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, Chalima's going for the American Do record. I mean, that would have been perfect oh. to have them go. I mean, we can only, we can't live in fantasy land, but if they, if they... If Chalimo like, and Lamont both race for the American record, that would be about as good as it can get outside of running or racing at the trials or the Olympic Games. But, um, yeah, this is interesting. The The uh, American record feels out of reach to me. It's like 7.30 from Galen Rupp. That could be a, a little tough. I mean, Lamont, it was obviously a, kind of a tactical race, but Lamont ran, I think, 7.45 a couple weeks ago at Husky and then famously was called out by Chalimo. Uh, would have yes. loved to see those guys match up. But yeah, 7.30-16 from Rupp in 2013. That feels ambitious. I would be yeah, I surprised to, if they can go that fast. I mean, no one really runs in the 7.30 lows anymore. Well, uh, my question is, like, what's the status of Hill? Like, well, has he, he was, run yet this season? Yeah, and he was terrible at USA's. Okay. So, yeah, he did. He, he ran was, at USA's? Yes, and he did very bad. You can look up his result, but I... I didn't even know he, he wasn't was He wasn't top five. Oh, wow. uh, he, yeah, it was not good. Uh, so he's had injuries. Uh, Fisher, does he, he... You know, 3K, he's been a good 3K runner. He's run 742. But I, do I think he's going to be on the level of Jager and LeMong? Probably not, especially as his 2020 debut. It's going to be interesting. I do think this is LeMong. I think he runs about 735. 735. There, take it to the bank. I mean, do you think American record is possible? No. Yeah, that no, just no. seems too fast. Yeah, too fast right now. Uh, women's 60 meter prelims. Let's go through. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Let's go through that. So there are a, a few uh, not as exciting races. We'll skip over those. Mainly, the, this is a very distance heavy. Yeah, uh, invitational. Um, so now women's 800 turned out to be surprisingly a good field. Uh, Ooh, you got yeah. Melissa Bishop, Nike, Sierra Brown. Of New Jersey New York Track Club, Jessica Hall, mm-hmm. Nike. Um, also have Carly Thomas, the Washington uh, girl mm-hmm. freshman. Uh, once again, skipping her conference meet to come here running 800. Conference, let's put those in quotes. Yeah. Uh, we also have Emily Richards in the mix. Um, 
Brooke Feldmeyer, but really those top four in Bishop, Brown, Hall, and Thomas are maybe the ones that I'm going to excited to see. I mean, this is another standard chase type of a race, right? I mean, they, this well, I'm is... assuming, yeah. The standard is, is it two flat, 60? I feel like... Yeah. Something like that. Um, Bishop is a medalist at some point. I know she had a, her first baby a couple of years ago. She's still kind of rounding back into Melissa Bishop type form. Uh, somebody to watch is that Cynthia Anais. Anais. She's from France. She's been running the BU meets and been winning oh, the, yeah? been the 800s. I think Did she you recognize ran, that name. I think she ran two flat. In, I, I think she. Did she win the race that Nia Atkins ran the second fastest time ever, or did Atkins win that? I, I can't remember. But she's been really okay. She's been running well. Obviously, seeing Hole in here is just going to be interesting in itself. She's been running pretty solid as well. Obviously, eight hundred stepping down for her, but yeah, this is going to be a, a, a good one. A little. How ooh. do you think? How many break two zero one two three four? I could see. I could see two breaking. Two break two. two? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And who would you take? Who are the two? A nice and Bishop. I'll go with Bishop. I mean, you, she's from Run 157. Do you think Carly Thomas could flirt with the collegiate record? Yeah, I mean, that's. it feels like a... I know two flat is obviously very good, but it feels like a weak collegiate yeah, record. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, absolutely, if it ends up being, you know, they're coming through at 127 at the bell, yeah, I mean, if she's hanging around, yeah, you get the... <laughs> collegiate record and then like miss the final NCAAs. <laughs> Maybe this is the pals recognizing like hey Carly Thomas is good she's international yeah she's probably not going to stay in school for four straight years yeah so if she's going to get so many records she might as well start doing them now like I, I think what does she run this indoor season? I think she's on 201. Oh wow okay I could be wrong 201 or 202 yeah I mean her PR is 201 yeah so uh, that was an outdoor PR I think she's on 202 so yeah, I think that I think that's the reason why she's in this race is to go, to tackle that collegiate record. Yeah, Just put her in a fast race. It's great pace, and then see what happens. Uh, moving on, uh, women's one k also has some athletes. Uh, Sierra Brown, I'm guessing, is pacing, but Kate Grace is in it. Okay. And I guess Kate Grace is pacing the um, the three k from day one, so she'll come back and do a a one k. Trying to hit that 1K standard. Get that 1K standard, right? <laughs> you know? Um, can you name what a good 1K time is for women? Can you name uh, what the 10th best 1K time is in women's indoor U.S. history? Oh, U.S. history? Uh, 2.32. 2.32? That's what yeah. the number 10 is? Yeah. You're way off. Uh, it's 236. Held oh, by K. Grace. Grace. Boom. Yeah, that's pretty weak. Wow, it feels the like the U.S. American record. The record is 234. Feels like that could go down, right? Yeah. I mean, it's because people don't run it as often. I mean, already, in, like, in 2019, two women, three yeah. women were top. I mean, all right. the times are from, like, 2019, 14, and 17. Well, except for that Jen Tomey record that has been there for 16 years. Yeah. 234, man, that's... And you yeah. thought 232 is the 10th best time. Yeah, I was off. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right, it's just... So, uh, keep going. Uh, women's 1500, so women also got 1500. We got some, uh, a lot of, you know, some good athletes. Uh, we have Eccleston, Brooks, you have Katie Mackey, Marta Fridas, Emily Lapari, Carissa Nelson, Hannah Green, moving up in distance. Okay. Uh, Dana Giordano, um, Katie Rainsberger of Washington, again, flying across the country, skipping conferences. The MPSF. Yikes. MPSF taking big, <laughs> big L's. Uh, just by Washington and Oregon. And it's so weird that that's happening. This has never, like, yeah. I'm sure the SEC coaches are, are, thrilled. Like, are thrilled that, like, they get a last chance meeting. Mm -hmm. they gotta, I'm sure Arkansas is like, really? Yeah. I can't get my time trial qualifiers. Uh, what do you think about this field? I mean, I'm guessing another, it's another, a lot of women on the U.S. side have the Olympic standard. Yes. It's like 14, 15 deep. So I guess it's just to get another fast race in. I don't know. I know, speaking with Danny Mackey about Marta Fritas, uh, the Portuguese Federation uh, wants her to run under 409 before they, I don't know, I guess like punch her in for the Olympics, you would think she's already in, because is there even another 1,500 arena runner that's even decent in Portugal? I don't know <laughs> of her if there is, but they're a little, they they're a being a little rig yeah. ri ridiculous, so they want her to run under 409, so that's what this Twice race will be. Once. 
I, yeah, and I don't even know. It's like 409 indoors. She's run super fast under, you know, way yeah. under that outdoors. Um, so I, I don't really understand, but that that's kind of where he was at as well. Uh, I don't know. I mean, somebody will probably run. Maybe one person gets the standard here. I, I don't see a ton getting under. Isn't it? Four, four six. No, I think it's 40420. Is that low? No. Yeah, yeah. For for 2020? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the oh. men's is 335 flat. The women's is, you can look it up, but. I don't think it's that. I think it is. Uh, I think it's not. Yeah, I think it's four hundred four twenty. I've seen it. I looked at it a lot. Four hundred four. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. Four hundred four. But yeah, how many women have it? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. So eleven women have it, and mm-hmm. a lot of these women in this field don't have it. So I yeah. take that back. So they are all chasing that four hundred four. Yeah. Mark. And you think one will get it? Yeah, it's just tough to yeah. run that indoors. Um, that's not you know big enough quality field that I think a ton of people will run under that mark. That's a tough time to run outdoors, man. Yeah. Uh, there's also a women's mile. There's a lot of, like, college kids kind of chasing in the... There you go. They're in that low 440, high 439 range. Something yeah. interesting about the women's mile at NCAAs, it's not deep. You right. can run 437 and make NCAAs. Right. So, you know, a lot of these women taking advantage of that. Another, like, a team like a Georgetown athlete, their conference meet is... Jeez. Sunday, Monday, and they're running this. BU. This is the death of conference. Yeah, conference Just literally, SEC is going to be like the last conference standing that people <laughs> take seriously. Um, here we go. Women's 3K, the Friday edition. Okay. Mary Kane. In there. In yeah. the race. You have Aaron Tashuk, Millie uh, Palladino, Ali Shadler, Washington, Melanie Smart, and other, some more Washington women. Uh, you got um, anyone else? Notable. Notable. I mean, Tashuk is, the, is, you know, she ran, where did she ran for? North Dakota or something like that? Yeah, one of those. Yeah, she was a steepler. But obviously here I see Mary Kane in this field. What has she run so far this season? And what do you she's think running she's the 920s do? for 3,000. Uh, and she ran a 440 mile at Michigan, I believe. Yeah. The question, obviously, with all that she's gone through and, you know, being away from professional running for quite a while is can she ever get back to what she was? I think most people would assume no, but, you know, seeing her out there competing, I guess, is good. And, and, you know, if she can tick her way down towards the nine minute mark, then you start to take her a little bit more seriously. Um, I, I would assume the goal over the overarching goal for her is to get a qualifier to the Olympic trials. The idea of her making the Olympic team at this point is very far fetched, but I think it would be I think still a positive. Just making the trials. Yeah, yeah, a positive comeback story for her if she can end up in the trials. This is just a step forward fitness wise to hope to to you know maybe crack 920 or who knows you know a lot of women are going to be running faster than that in this one. So uh, you know she's not the whatever she's not the 858 runner she used to be. But she's still young, and it's been a while, so oh, she's building up fitness. I think she's 23. Born in 96. Yeah, 23. So she'll be 20, uh, 24. That is May. crazy. She would just be like a senior, graduated. She'd be like a yeah. red, shirt, red shirt senior. When you make, when you make the, I mean, she made the. Uh, 2013. 2013 final at, at, at yeah, the Worlds. That. So, yeah. That is crazy. That's crazy. Wild. Yeah. Super wild. Uh, keep it going. You have a women's 5K that is five women. No, we're gonna skip that, skip that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, keep going through four by fours. Uh, no you know, last year in the four by four, I have no idea who's in the men's four by four, but yeah. last year we had what the Western West Kentucky, Kentucky guy. Yeah, what yeah. they run? Three hundred two, three hundred three. Yeah, they qualified. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, I mean, cool. maybe we're worth keeping at least one eye on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so now moving on to the men's side, 60s, 200s, not, nothing so much. Wait, no lie. Oh, no, sorry. Just kidding. <laughs> what? what? Mm-hmm. Uh, Middle Tennessee State kid, uh, Willington Wright, probably trying to get a, an NCAA qualifier. He's won sub 46 seconds. You know, he's going to have to run low 45, 45 mid to qualify. So he'll be soloing to try to get in there. That's on the men's 400. Um, keep going. But let's go to this 800. We have... Um, Christian Harrison, Drew Wendell, Sean Torpy, James West, Louis Peralta, some Oregon guys, Mick Stamosvec from Washington. Interesting. So, uh, um, Drew Wendell, I think that's the one to kind of know. Like, he didn't run USA's, right? He did not. So, what what do you think we can see from from him? Do you think he's going to... 
Right. Have you, you know, he struggled. To... To, yeah, we, we, we saw him in Albuquerque, and he was doing a light mile repeat workout. The thing he was talking about, or we spoke with Danny Mackey about, is he's been a, unable to run race pace. He's got, like, a calcification of on, like, one of his bones or something. Calcification? Yeah, I'm not sure. They said they were going to get it checked out, so it seemingly must have been positive news if he's going to be racing an 800 here. He had already raced a couple times and failed to break 150. Um, yeah, just has had bad luck. He had that a couple years ago after World Indoors when he won that silver. He had that, uh, like, kind of exhaustion issue or whatever that was. I don't want to say it the wrong way and, and, and belittle the issue. But, yeah, he's had some physical ailments of, of late. But, you know, he was doing mile repeats at altitude and, and looking fine. Uh, he's just trying to work his way back in race shape, obviously. This is just... You know, maybe turn it down a little bit, get in the 140s again, and then hopefully he can be healthy by the the Olympic trials. Obviously, now he's a totally forgotten man between Brazier, Hopple, and Murphy, and Harris, and even, you know, there's probably safe to say eight to ten guys ahead of him now in the pecking order. Just He's just been kind of lost as the 800 is zoomed up in, uh, in quality in the last couple of years. But, you know, the guy made a world team. He's got a world indoor silver medal, so if he gets healthy again, he's a factor. So this is the one entry that baffles me the most. Okay. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready for it. It's Washington senior Mick Stanisbeck. He's currently ranked 27th in the mile. He's won 359 in the mile. So we'd have so to get in by a miracle with that. Let's get in by a miracle. So if anything, it would make most sense for him to like uh, run faster in the mile, right? Yeah. This weekend. Yeah. And the lower his time. Maybe run a 358 and get yourself in, or 357, right? Certainly. Instead, both. he's running the 800. 800 bad this year, but can he run? I mean, what does he he'd have to run? What do you have to run? I mean, he'd have to run. I actually have not been paying too much attention to the 800 because it's pretty bad this year. Oh, he's ranked 16th in the 800. Oh. So maybe that's why. Okay. Like a little dropping down a distance qualifying in the We haven't talked a lot about the men's 800 in the NCAA this year because it is garbage. Because our man, uh, Devin Dixon. He finally ran a a somewhat fast one. Yeah. Ran 147. What the heck, man? I mean, it's indoors. Indoor 800s are always not good for being honest. So he thinks his shot, Stanzevec thinks his shot, he's got a better chance to score in the. I mean, the men's mile. I don't think he's trying good. to think about better chance to score. I think he's probably thinking a better chance to you just qualify. Make the period. Meet, right? Yeah, which does make sense because, like, if you run one forty-eight eight, right? Yeah. And you can drop a half second, and all of a sudden be in the top ten. And it's like, all right, maybe that's what yeah. it takes. So. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Who else is? Let's uh, Wendell, and I'm just trying to say who's going to like be leading this train here, because yeah. I don't know a lot of the other names. I mean. Dean Cronin. Yeah, I was not know that is. I never trust people. They got all un- lowercase. Yeah, I don't know what's what's like going a, on. Seems like a fake person. Nah, it's fake. It's fake person. Uh, Christian Harrison. I've heard of that name. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's a that's a wild card race if there's ever been one because uh, that feels like it could be a 148 race or you know maybe somebody pops one off. It would so. be interesting if Isaiah Harris came to this meet and ran that. That would be nice. He still needs the standard. Foreshadowing, though. I'm foreshadowing when I say that. What do you say? Because you... when you go to the men's mile, oh, he's 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 running at this meet. Isaiah running, Harris? Yeah, but he's not running the 800. He's running the mile? Has <laughs> yeah. Isaiah Harris ever run a mile? I don't know. We'll get to that next. Oh, uh, oh yes. Uh, oh, some other guys. Say... The Hoeys. They come in a they come in a package usually. Yeah. Okay. I so... got to see. A trifecta, Hoey Jackson. Oh yeah, the, the Joe. What is it? Jackson? Jackson, Jonah, Joey. J- a lot yeah, of Hoeys. Yeah, a lot, lot of Hoeys. Is it Hoeys or Hoeys? I think it. Well, my boy said Hoey. Hoey, Hoey. Okay. Uh, let's move over to. There's another 1500. So we have 1500 day one. Easy day two. Super easy sport to follow. Makes yeah. sense. <laughs> uh, and this one is equally just as good. Ah. Uh, oh, Chris. Whoa, Chris, Chris O'Hare. O'Hare. What? Why? Why would Chris O'Hare not be in the other one? Maybe, and Justin Knight. Yeah, this is a good race. What the heck? Yeah, you got Isaac Yorks. Uh, Avila's good. C- Carson, Hamish Carson's good. Kobe Alexander ran a fast 1K. Um, this year, Merber's in the race. Uh, Peter Callahan trying to chase a, a world standard for representing Belgium. Rob Napolitano, one of our favorite athletes. Um, but, yeah, it's a really good field. What, what, 
Yeah, this is weird. I actually didn't. This is the first time finding out this this exists. I did not know. It's weird that Chris O'Hare would be in a different heat than like Josh Thompson. That would be a really good race. Well, they added the fifteen hundred on day one for people who wanted to go to the trials. For like, mm. it's like for the Brooks athletes or something. No, but there's a Brooks athlete here. I don't know. They added it for. They probably added it mainly just for Jerry. Okay. Uh, and for the Bowerman women to do whatever they wanted does to Jerry do. Does Jerry even need to go to the trials anymore? I don't know. He doesn't have an athlete in it, does he? Maybe. Oh, I mean, I guess if you count Carrie Demoff, but she's not on Bumble? the... Bumbo? Oh, Bumbelo. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Derek. Never mind. Never mind. I was thinking... Hey, Derek's hurt. Isn't Derek hurt? No. He's not? I think he's running. Oh. He I mean, ran a race a couple weeks ago. We're jumping all over. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, hey, Chris O'Hare in this race. Um, here's a question. Well, the, what race will be faster? The Chris O'Hare-led race or the yeah. Thompson-led race? I mean, O'Hare seems to be... O'Hare's not like a time trialer type guy. I don't know if anyone in this both these races are time trialer type guys. He's great, great with finishing speed. I, I could see this run being a little faster, though, because I don't trust anybody in that first section on Thursday to go 335. Uh, O'Hare does need the standard, though. He didn't get it last year, didn't run at Worlds, so... Yeah, this is another one of those for him. And uh, then, I mean, could never go off of this because um, heat sheets normally isn't really accurate with the reality, but he's listed as unattached. Did he get dropped by Adidas? I don't think he got dropped by Adidas after winning the Wanamaker Mile, but um, <laughs> you never know. You truly never know. That would be quite the shock. And Justin Knight being in this race is a little bit confusing because he's also in the 5K, which is on the same day, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So maybe he's pacing it, one of them? I don't know. Maybe he's going to flip a coin and decide which one We'll find out. We're all going to tune in and yeah. listen to your sweet voice. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, yeah, I think this is going to be a surprisingly good race. Okay. Um, and has a chance to be even better than the first one. A chance. You're telling me there's there a, chance. a chance. And now I'm seeing the men's mile. Yeah, now which, let's go to the mile. What the heck? Here we go. Woody Kincaid. Uh, Big. Matt Sensowitz in the miles. So I've heard Sancho's of him. Around. Cooper Tier, who had a great anchor in that DMR. Yeah. What was his anchor? 355? 355 anchor by himself. By himself. So look at all these collegiates we have. Sam Ritz of Washington, Cooper Tier of Oregon, Sam Tanner of Washington. So Tanner's in the 1500 and coming back. Makes sense. That's a classic double. That, <laughs> classic. That, that, that's He's choosing one or the other. He's that's stupid. One, right? Then you have Charlie Hunter of <laughs> Oregon. You have Woody Kincaid of Bowerman. Cole Hawker of Oregon, a freshman. Um, then we have some other. Don't forget about Mick Stanzovac. Mick Stanzovac in the mile. I think they're they're just like messing with us. They're just like entering everyone. Yeah. Uh, then you have Isaiah Harris in this race. Um, more Oregon guys. Austin Tamagno. Um, Would Isaiah Harris be the biggest man? Ryan McCordy. Other than other than Andrew Whitting, who I guess kind of cheats because he's just super tall. Like Isaiah Harris would have to be like the biggest dude to ever break four <laughs> minutes, right? Like, he's huge. He looks yeah, like a linebacker. I think so. That would, that would be a good... Uh, or heaviest? He's, he's, he's probably light, though. He's probably super light. He is, but his... Uh, we were talking to him at USA's. His feet, he has size 13 feet. <laughs> big feet, man. That is big feet. Big, big feet. That's an advantage. He doesn't have to yeah. score, make as many steps. That's but yeah, true. a lot... So basically, I'm guessing Centro's pacing. Um, Kincaid in this race, he's a great kicker. So if he's in it, he, he should run well with these college kids. Um Seeing Cooper Tier run the mile, I thought Cooper Tier was going to run the 5K and then run the 5K. At I mean, the 5K is just on, yeah, the 5K is on lock. But though. this is Tier saying, I'm going all in on the DMR. I mean, the 5K's got guys that are altitude, like strong type guys yeah. with Day, Grijalva, and obviously Klecker. That's just like avoid that at all costs. Yeah. Um, and Kurgot. And Kurgot, who's just good overall. Just good, yeah. Um, yeah. It, It'd be cool if Centrowitz finished and we get like a Kincaid Centro mile. That would be fun. Um, obviously, Centro would be the, Maybe the he favorite. Will Maybe he's I mean, gonna... is he going to pace two races? I mean, I, obviously, we've seen that before, but I, would... I mean, yeah, maybe he paces the 3K and then runs a mile, get a workout in. Yeah. Come on, man. You, don't, you can run an extra two, uh, four laps. You don't need to run 800. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I feel like Centro's in this pacing to do Andy Powell a favor. Mm hmm. That's, that's, that's definitely what this is. It, you think that's what it is? Yeah, 100%. Hey, what has a better... If you're... Because if you look at Washington and Oregon, if you look at the descending order list... I was looking at this. So they have... Um, Charlie Hunter and Sam Tanner are both ranked 21st. Uh, and then they have... Nick Sanzek is 27th. 
They have Cooper Tears 30. Like, they have a lot of guys who are just running four flat or just above it, whatever, um, or just under it, who are not in the top 16. So this is a way to get, like, there could be five new top 16 marks running this race alone. Certainly possible. And I think Centro, Andy's like, hey, I need to get these five guys in. I don't trust MPSF. Right. I do trust Matt Centro. I don't trust my own pacers at my own track meet. I I, I trust the Olympic champion. Yeah. So I'm going to fly across the country to Boston University. Of course. I mean, and have Matt Centuris do some custom running for me. Yeah, I mean, his athletes have had good luck at, at BU in the past, back when he was at Oregon with Cheserick breaking the collegiate record. So, uh, you know, whatever. This is <laughs> Go for it. When, I, when the entries first came out, this was the race I looked most forward to because as the collegiate factor and then seeing Isaiah Harris in it and seeing Winnie Kincaid, I was like, we're all, like, focused on these 3Ks, 5Ks and all this stuff. And, of course, and then this race shows up. You know, you're like, okay, this is pretty cool. Again, first time I'm seeing this. Yesterday when I was writing the preview, there was just, like, Three, five, five, seven races out, and then yeah, this so came Thursday out. Thursday races, yeah. Yeah, so these are all the Friday races. Um, so, to turn into, may I have to rewrite that preview? Yeah, yeah no, but. Uh, <laughs> um, so looking through here, keep going. Tons of miles. Men's three k. This is the non uh, Bowerman three k. Uh, it's more of like a collegiate show. Cole Hawker, Borgen probably gonna try to, maybe get a, NCAA qualifier. It's gonna be kind of hard though. Why not? Um, because it's not that deep of a field. Yeah, you'd have to... What do you have to run right now? Sub-50? Sub-750. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be tough. Now let's keep going. Here we go. Invite men's 5K. This is my race to watch. This is your race? Yeah, yeah. This is good. Paul Chalimo, Ed Cheserek, Eric Jenkins, Paul Tanui, Justin Knight, Hillary Bohr, Matt Hughes, Daniel Estrada, Mark Scott, Jordan Guzman. I'm going to read them all. Matt Mm. Baxter... Emmanuel Bohr, Shadrach, oh, Shadrach is in there. Kim huh? Churcher, Sam Atkin, who has taken down Cheserek, and Willie Fink, who has also taken down Cheserek. Yeah. So you have some Cheserek slayers there, seated 14th to 15th. Isaac Updike, Alex Masai of Hofstra, who's looking to get a, a mm-hmm. time qualifier for NCAAs. Ideally out of the second heat because he would get dropped hard in this. Yeah. Sidney yeah. uh, Getabudi, Timon Elite, Connor Winter, Andy Bears in this race, Don okay. Cabral, Lowey Lelang. Rematch of 2014, 5K. Horrendous at USA's. And Lelang. Jordan Mann, Jacob Thompson, Ben Flanagan, Mike Tate, the great Southern Utah great. The great Southern Utah great. The great Southern Utah great. Luke Boucher, who always finds a way to run well at flow track streamed meets. There you go. Um, Mason Furlick, Brian Barraza, Aaron Templeton, Jack O'Leary from Iona, who's also trying to get a time qualifier. Colin LeBold, Ben Bosworth, Kevin Kelly. Got to think about Kevin Kelly. Uh, Riohe Sakaguchi. There you go. Who I think is training with Chez. Graham Crawford, Fred Huxham, and Kiseski Shawaza, who I here, also think is training Just here training to have Chez. you pronounce Japanese names. Yeah. Um, right. So, I th- it's going to be run in two fields, I believe, obviously, because you're not going to run 38 athletes in one 5K. Uh, what are your thoughts? What do you think is going to happen? Again... This is one of those, why are you here unless you're going to break records, try to ch- chase records, because Chalimo has the standard. Uh, he said, I thought he said to Kevin he was not going to run this when we spoke with him at USA's. Obviously, it's changed his mind, or WCAP coaches changed their mind, or, you know, uh, ADP coaches, I should say, because he's not in the Army anymore. Chalimo looked really good at USA's, closed in 25 seconds, 13 126 is the American record. He's run 1257 outdoors. If he gets good pacing, I think he can do it. Uh, this is a good field. He's in a class of his own among this field. Maybe Tanui, who, you know, the, the, the pacing at that last one where he won and beat Tyler Day wasn't the best. Obviously, the goal for most of these guys is just get the, the standard, the 13, 13.5. But, you know, Chalimo has it. And Cheswick has I it. I think. Maybe Knight has it too. Does Chef's it? Chef's Chef's it? You went thirteen oh four last year. Was that within? That wasn't within the window though. That was that would have been the twenty nineteen. It started in I think it started in May. Yeah, remember twenty nineteen. Star- and he ran in the summer of twenty nineteen. He did. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I don't remember that. Oh, he yeah, did. he ran in Houston. Oh, okay. I would have yeah. missed that. Um, okay. Come on, man. Get on. Get on my level. You know, Houston. I'm always like, what? It's like if I'm not thinking of what's my child's name i'm thinking of races in the summer in belgium uh who is it come yeah. on uh 
One interesting tip about ADP in this, obviously you got Boar, Kipchurcher, uh, Boar times two. And uh, Double Boar. Lang. There were potential, I talked to the coach, that they were going to run a 10K at this meet. Yeah, and then they realized it was going to be 50 laps. And they were like, why would we... In- well, I think they knew it was going to be 50 laps. Yeah. They said 10K. Not, they can do math. But they were thinking, like, fast track, 10K, perfect pacing. Let's go. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, but it's a little I, hefty. I think they don't need as much because Kipchurcher now has a standard, I believe. Sounds about right. I mean, Chalimo doesn't have it, so... And I think Chalimo decided to not prioritize a 10k anymore you're not i mean look at the guys in the 10 i mean it's he's never really done the distance yeah. he may not be actually that good at it just focus on that five man he did say on a on a tweet the other day that he's trying to win olympic gold in the marathon in 2024 or big that would yeah he like, like kind of like guaranteed it i mean guaranteed it that's always good those I mean, guarantees have never gone back to bite people listen here and now uh when is this race is this thursday or friday this is friday friday uh, I th- I think this is a race between the two Pauls when all is said and done, and I, I like Chalimo. He's just a better 5K runner. 13.01, I, I, I think he probably misses it, but could I see him doing it? Absolutely. 13.01 is just so hard to run. But, I mean, you know, Eric Jenkins has run 13.05 on this track. Chesrek's run 13.08. Chalimo's better than those guys have ever been. Uh, so he's right there. Yeah. yeah. What do you think Chesrek's going to do? I was talking. You know, I don't you, think you, you, don't, you don't listen to I'm, the pod. <laughs> I was talking on the pod yesterday with Kevin, and Kevin was saying how he thinks this is a must-have good race for. Chicago. Yeah, this is a loser goes home type of a situation, right? Uh, a bad one here spells doom for. I mean, he obviously has the whole outdoor season, but he's trying to make the Kenyan 5K team. Yes, the Kenyans have been down over 5,000 meters. But he's not obviously doing himself any favors by training in the United States. Um, he has a bad one here. It's just it's more another roadblock in his way as he tries to get to the Olympic Games at, at an age when you know he should be hitting his athletic peak. Uh, he's been okay, not great to start out the the 2020 season. You know, hasn't had that electric race like we're used to Cesarek from a couple years ago when he's running 349 and 353 at altitude, and and then even dating back to last year when he ran 348 or excuse me, uh, 31308. So, so uh, looking at last year's 5K marks, I mean Cesarek ran the fourth fastest Kenyan 5K. Mm. Uh, last year, and the second and third fastest 5Ks were 1303s. So, yeah. and he ran 1304. So he's right there. He's in there, um, but a lot of, you know, it's hard to get a fast 5K all the time, and a lot of these athletes, you know, great kickers. Well, and there's a name there down in six, Tanui. Yeah. I mean, Tanui could, you know, this is a big race between those two guys, right? Both guys tr- obviously trying to get on the Olympic 5K team. Bethwell Bergen's down there. He's been running really well in the, the 3K indoors. Let's not forget about him. The the 5K is not what it used to be for Kenya, but there's certainly some guys that could uh, that could give him give him trouble, of course. Uh, the Ronix Kipruti, he's got come. He's a 10K. Yeah, more of a 10K out. guy, but but, but you know, certainly you would think a guy who can run 26, 24 on the roads can run a good 5K if yeah. he t- decides to do it. So it'll be interesting to see. I think, yeah, I think Cesarek needs to beat Tanui to mm. show, like, okay, I can, you know, mix it up with the best of the Kenyan yeah, yeah, elites. Yeah. Uh, and just, like, have, like, you know, he's been plagued with injuries. Uh, not, We're not trying to say it's doomsday if he has a bad race, but, like, you just need that good, like, sub-1307 race where you're in it, you're finishing a top three in this field to show that, like, you can compete. No, I 100% agree. Uh, you know, his kick really wasn't there in Boston when he ran that 3K. And then, I mean, no offense to the man here, but losing to Willie Fink isn't going to get you on an Olympic team, even if it wasn't a mile, which he lost at, at the JDL Fast Track meet. Uh, he he needs a, a vintage Cesarek effort. To, I think to that's why Willie Fink and Sam Atkin are in this race. To like piss him off. Because it's just like to give Cesarek those memories mm-hmm. of losing to these these uh, lower tier names. Yeah. So of all these, so obviously we know the whole Chalimo, Ches, Jenkins, Knight, Bohr. Is there any name on this list that you think will have like a breakout race? You'd be like, whoa, you know, just ran sub thirteen twenty, and I didn't see that person Ooh. running that, you know, or like, who's the one that we're gonna be like, hey? Well, Daniel Strada just ran 7.44 in that NAU 3K race. He was the guy who split up uh, Grijalva 
and Beamish. Um, I don't know how what how his ability translates up to five thousand, but when you can run that in the in the three, then you would assume that you you've got a a good five k in you as well. I don't know if he's a thirteen oh guy right now, but he's got the good juju running on the on the Boston track. And I, you know, if there's a wild card in there, I think he's it. Fink as well. He ran seven forty four at Boston earlier this earlier this year. Um, he, I think he's certainly someone to to watch as well. I think Alex Masai. He might have a great race. Uh, he might not sub thirteen twenty race, but he might sneak in and get a top mm. sixteen qualifier. Okay. You remember he won that Northeast Regional. Yeah. He's run seven fifty three. Run the vapors, man. He's run seven fifty three on the three k. He's been in a lot of these NAU races and just like not kind of like falling yeah. off the back. Uh, so I think he might sh- show up and run like a thirteen thirty six and then be like, oh man, you made NCAs. There you go. It's pretty cool. Uh, moving on, there's another five k, but not as great of a field. Uh, so we'll keep it going. Men's sixty hurdles also tantalizing. Grant Holloway in there? No Grant Holloway. Ah. So I'm excited for this men's 4x4 because Oregon's running it with Charlie Hunter, Jack Uren, Louis Peralta, and James West. So they're running a 4x mile team in the 4x4. Yeah, is there a reason they're doing that? I don't know. Workout? They're doing Robert Jones, did they, did they miss practice and they're getting punished? <laughs> so that'll be interesting on the uh, 4x4 side. But there's a 4x8. Um, not, nothing too crazy on that, but men's DMR. Okay. We got a men's DMR where Georgetown and Middle Tennessee State are trying to qualify. And Georgia- who could forget the classic battle between Middle Tennessee State and Academy of Art? That's yeah. uh... <laughs> So uh, Georgetown's bringing two teams. They're bringing a B team so they can pace it, you know, rabbit that first 1,200. And Middle Tennessee State, they have two good guys in Choge and Chimetti. Um, they're like four flat guys. Um, and they have a good 400-meter runner. They've so, got Choge running second. Is he going to run the 400? No, 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 yeah. That's just listed. <laughs> uh, but Georgetown had, like, a really weird race where they didn't run well at the JDL meet. Um, kind of out of ordinary. This is a very similar team to the team that ran last year. They mm. ran sub-930. So, uh, right now, looking at the DMR list, we'll bring that up. Super top-heavy. Super top-heavy. But there's a chance, right? So right now the 12th time is 9.35. Yeah. Washington looks like they're not running a, a team, so they're deciding to scratch that DMR. Right. So that means it's an opening, right, to get that 12th spot. Georgetown, Middle Tennessee State are going to be looking for that. Yeah. Uh, what do you think they're going to – I think they're going to run – I bet they run like 9.31. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, there's not a ton of pressure. Yeah, a lot of year. Most years in the DMR, it feels like you know we obviously haven't had a collegiate record since that 2008. So to to get that and then three times under 9:26 has been rare. Normally it's just kind of deep all the way to 12, and it's just really hard to get in the meet. Not yeah. as so much this year. So yeah, I'd say Georgetown gets a qualifier out of this. And I think you know, th- do you think Middle Tennessee State gets in? It's kind of annoying if Middle Tennessee not. Annoying, but if Middle Tennessee State does make it, well, because their guys are going to run both of yeah, those guys out gonna, for the five, and, and then, they're going to run like a nine fifty-five team. Yeah, they'll guarantee that twelfth spot at NCAA's. Um, I I don't know what to expect from Middle Tennessee State. I don't. It'd be cool if they made it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not that's well within the rules, so it, it's whatever. Um, they definitely could in a year that's that's not uh, heavy on depth. I also spice Georgetown's here, not Villanova, because. I thought Georgetown and Villanova would kind of race each other at Big East to get that qualifier. They did that a few years ago, um, but Georgetown's not. But in help. a year that everyone's just skipping help. conference yeah. meets, oh <laughs> so well. I do think that Georgetown runs nine thirty one, which makes the number new number twelve time being Stanford mm. at nine thirty two, and I think uh, you know there's another you know, NAU could run a fast DMR at Big Sky Ooh. that could knock Stanford out. Uh, Where's Big Sky at? Where's Big Sky at? It's at altitude, Idaho State. Of course, it's at altitude. I just, is that? Six, nine second conversion, something like that. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, we could see Stanford not make the DMR for the first time in a long time. Yeah. When's the last time Stanford hasn't made a DMR team? 2006. I made that up. I have no (laughs) idea. No, that's a good question. I don't know. So, that'll be interesting. I mean, you know, they don't have, like, that true, like, I mean, Al Sosberg was their anchor. No, they don't have a dog the, anymore, man. I mean, uh, yeah, they don't have Grant Fisher. That or hurts. Or Gordy, or you know, or the, you know. even go back to Atchu. Yeah. They, don't, they just don't have that that like they don't have that superstar anymore. There, Alsberg's good, but he's obviously no more, Grant more Fisher. Three K, five K guy. 
Yeah. So that'll be interesting seeing that uh, we normally you think the DMR field is locked up after Alex Wilson weekend, but there's going to be Not some so. three or four teams that bump each other out and be mm -hmm. interesting to see what happens. Very. So that I am it's like 15 am, races to I'm watch. In, I'm, I'm making you really excited. So mm -hmm. now let's go into the field events. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's the field. Here's what I thought. You looked at the, we just went through all the main marquee mm -hmm. races. You've been at Flow for a while. You've seen a lot of little collegiate bit. invitational meets. Seen a few in my time. no championship on the line, just invitational only, mm -hmm. indoor. Yep. Is this the best Ooh. collegiate invitational field well, that you've ever, like... Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I, I think back of three years ago to, it was probably BU Last Chance when Cesare broke the collegiate mile record. There was that fast 5K with Bowerman. This feels like that, but it's even better. I mean, the depth is more and more and more because, like, literally Bowerman has their entire team here. This, this, this might, this might take yeah, it. Yeah, let's count this the might number take of interesting races. You, you keep your hands up. So okay. women's 3K day one, then the women's 5K, men's 15, men's 3K. So the first four races are great. Then I would say the women's eight is going to be interesting. Would the women's, should we count the women's 1K? If Kate Grace is trying, that's interesting. So it's six. <laughs> We know her. She, she's prone to not try. Women's 1500, <laughs> seven. Uh, not the women's mile. Uh, so women's 1500. Uh, I would, you could argue the women's 3K because Mary Kane's in it. It's okay. something you're going to watch. So that's seven eight. and a half. So that's eight. We got eight. <laughs> All right, now moving over to the men's side. Uh, the men's 800 is going to be interesting to watch. So that's yeah, nine. Yeah. Men's 1500, again, that's yeah. 10. Men's mile, 11. Uh, men's 5K, 12. And you could argue that both 5K second heats are good, so that makes it to 14. Stretching a bit, but and yes. And then men's DMR, 15. 15 races. Yeah, worth watching. That's worth watching. Yeah. Mostly you normally get like four or five. 15? That's true. 15 is pretty good. So. Yeah. And and then, of course, Paul Chalimo and Lopez Long boxing in a pay-per-view battle yes. across the street afterwards. So that's what, that's what we got. We're all excited for that. But, yeah, no, it's going to be a good good weekend. A lot of people tune into the trials, but Track's trying to squeeze a little bit of that attention away from you, pull a little bit of a attention away on Thursday and Friday. So you have to catch a flight? Yeah, I got two hours. Two so. hours. Have you packed? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I have. Yeah. What's yeah. the weather? What's the forecast in Atlanta? Mm. That's what everyone's going to be tweeting about, right? The forecast. Right. Forecast, forecast, forecast. I think it's like going to be in the 40s in race day. I mean, I'm going to be inside, so I'm not going to be too worried about it. <laughs> Kevin will probably... Ooh, I got something on my face. Uh, Kevin will try to get me to run outside. I'm just like more of a treadmill guy when it comes to trips. Um, so, um, or just a, you know, TV guy. So, I think it's going to be, you know, kind of cold like it is right now here. Hopefully not as windy. It's, it's really windy today. So. Yeah. Well, that will do it. Uh, yeah. Again, tune in tomorrow for podcast. You guys can do podcasts on site, right? Correct. For uh, Thursday and Friday for the trials. Yes. All right. Thanks again, guys.